coverage you can count on. This is WTVM News Leader Now. Sponsored by Montlick and Associates, Columbus Injury Attorneys. Good evening. Welcome to News at 9 at 11. Thanks so much for joining us tonight. Our top story, one suspect in custody now after two separate bank robberies in Columbus just hours apart earlier today. Columbus police confirming this man is now in custody. They believe he robbed the SunTrust Bank at 1st Avenue and 13th Street late this afternoon. It happened around 3.45 p.m. Columbus police confirming this man was arrested in Phoenix City this evening. His name has not been released, but he is being held in the Russell County Jail and will be brought back to Columbus to face armed robbery charges. Now to the second robbery that happened today. Take a look at your screen. Police say this man robbed the regional members federal credit union on 15th Avenue around 1:30 this afternoon. And police say the suspect was wearing a gray hoodie and a brown jacket. Take a good look at this surveillance photo. If you recognize him, you're urged to contact Columbus Police. We have their number and this picture on our website as well as information on both of these armed robberies, these bank robberies rather coming up for you on WTVM.com. It is now day 14 of the search for a missing college student, Anaya Blanchard. Montgomery police and Lee County authorities are taking part in a task force, all trying to find this missing Homewood woman who went to school in Opelika. The national known search group, Texas EquiSearch, is now in town to help. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. It doesn't look good at this time. Uh, but we know if something happened, the sooner she's found, the better chance there is to determine several things. Miller says he'll be in Alabama as long as his group is being productive. He again believes they have the resources to find Anaya. And Anaya Blanchard's disappearance is sparking safety concerns among young women. Many telling us they are now using their mobile phones, GPS to share their location with family and friends, taking security shuttles at night and never going anywhere alone. Some say they always thought Auburn was safe and they've never felt that extra precautions were necessary until now. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely calling the security shuttle every time I park my car. Um, I'm sharing my location with my friends whenever I go for a walk or whenever I'm meeting somebody I don't know that well. I think it is a wake up call because I feel like people feel a little too safe when they're in like a place where they feel like it's safe. So you're really not looking around as much as you should be. According to the young women we spoke with, Anaya's disappearance feels even more heartbreaking because this is such a tight knit community. They say Anaya and her family are constantly on their minds. And tomorrow, Anaya's school, Southern Union State Community College in Opelika, is inviting the community to participate in a moment of reflection for Anaya and her family. That will take place tomorrow at 1023 a.m. Central Time on the green space on campus. Yeah, the time 1023 reflects the date Anaya was last seen, October 23rd. The school urges the community to pray for comfort and strength for Anaya's family, perseverance for the investigators, and a breakthrough in this case that leads to Anaya's safe return home. Checking the weather now, not a bad evening around the Chattahoochee Valley. Fairly warm for November as we look live now from our Alpha Insurance Sky Cam at a uh, lit up Uptown Columbus. And perhaps a couple of more warmer days in the forecast, but a cool change is coming. Here's Chief Meteorologist Derek Kincaid. Thanks, guys, and we are cooling down tonight. You know, temperatures uh, in the 50s for most everyone out there. 59 Columbus, 55 in Montgomery. Albany still hanging on to the warm temperatures, though. They're at 66, and the big reason for that, the clouds still hanging on down to the south. So that's why our temperatures here a bit slower to cool down. 
I think most of us end up in the upper 40s and low 50s by early Wednesday morning. So you might have to start out the morning with a light jacket or maybe the heat on. But then by the afternoon, we warm up in a big way back in the 70s for your Wednesday and Thursday too before more changes. That big cold front moving in that'll change our weather for Friday in the weekend. We'll talk about that in detail for you here in a little bit. All right, Derek, thank you. Columbus City Council discussing a possible merger between two law enforcement agencies and advancing the film industry in the Fountain City. And News Letter 9's Tony Sloan joins us live outside Columbus Council Chamber. So, Tony, tell us more about uh, what they talked about tonight. Well, a lot to cover tonight, but the biggest talker for council all pertaining to law enforcement and began in a heated discussion with a concerned citizen. This is not against the city manager. I believe his ideas are perfect, but let the people tell you. Back and forth discussion between the Columbus City Council and the public brought the discussion of merging the Muskogee County Marshal's Office and the Sheriff's Office back to city leaders. Mr. Edward Dubose voicing his concern and request for the decision to be made through a public vote. Council says the decision is now in the hands of state delegation. It is the delegation's decision. The next big talker, Columbus Police and Fire and EMS are wanting to cut down on the number of false alarms throughout the city. In 2018, we responded to over 22,000 uh, false burglar alarms. CPD is requesting a company come in to handle the false alarms for the city. The company would come in and you would register the alarm with that company. They say if you have a burglary alarm registered with the city, you wouldn't have to pay. You know, you can do the math of the man hours that we put into. Probably 96% of the alarms that we answer are false alarms. The proposal says if you have a false alarm, the first time is free. The second would be a $50 fee that would be waived by attending an alarmed awareness class. The third would be $100, but 10 false alarms would be $400. My, my concern was how it would affect the alarm companies and the services that they provide, but I think it makes it a little more easier for them and that they can still be a part of it. And we're still doing the same thing. Everything's the same except now it's in the hands of the citizens to register and make sure they register every year. Failure to register with a city could be a $100 fee, but this is the first reading of that topic and will be brought back to council next week for a vote. Live in Columbus, Tony Sloan reporting for WTVM News later on. Uh, yeah, that could certainly impact a lot of people. We will see what happens. Columbus has seen a number of movies recently filmed in the city and more on the way tonight. City Council allocating a half million dollars to the development authority to be used for their film fund. The money would go towards creating grants for film producers to continue shooting those films in Columbus and create more jobs in the area. Well, this is the first time that that has happened here. Uh, you know, 80, 90 percent of the market is in Atlanta and the other portion of the market is outside of Atlanta, perhaps in Savannah. And we believe that we can be competitive. We believe that we deserve those economic development opportunities. That was city manager Isaiah Hughley. A few of the latest movies shot in the Fountain City include The Long Night starring Bruce Willis, bringing $2 million to our area, and Electric Jesus, about a 1980s hair metal band. Parole hearings resumed this morning for Alabama inmates. They were delayed in September after the parole board was not adequately notifying crime victims of the hearings and events, which is required by law. Charleston, George and Dante Harris were denied parole today, both serving time for robbery. 
Well, more than 2,000 pounds of cocaine was seized at the Port of Savannah, the largest seizure ever at that location. The U.S. Customs and Border Protection made that bust last week. The customs officer spotted something odd with a container on board of a docked vessel. When officers opened it, they found 21 duffel bags containing more than 800 bricks of a white powdery substance tested positive for cocaine. It was the largest ever seizure of cocaine in Savannah with a street value of $31 million. Auburn University's famed Golden Eagle Nova could be in the early stages of heart failure, according to university veterinarians and the school. During a biannual checkup, doctors observed decreased systolic function, or how well the heart's able to pump blood. Doctors also discovered an enlarged vessels in the Eagle's liver. Nova's appearances at the Southeastern Rapper Center will be limited as vets continue monitoring his condition. Former President Jimmy Carter's wife, Rosalind Carter, says her husband is in good spirits despite his recent injuries. He taught Sunday school in Plains, Georgia on Sunday. Carter suffered a minor pelvic fracture when he fell at his home last month. Former First Lady said it happened a day after he dismissed a therapist he had been working with for a previous injury. But he's doing really well, and I'm, I'm proud of him. Ben, uh, actually, he's not the most patient person in the world. And um, I have been really surprised at how well he's done. Glad to hear he's doing well. Carter, the 39th U.S. president, turned 95 last month. He is the oldest living former president. Wow. A local theater in Columbus receiving big bucks to help it stay alive and thrive. The Liberty Theater receiving a $50,000 historic preservation grant from the Fox Theater Institute out of Atlanta. The money will help replace a roof on the building located on 8th Avenue. The donation part of an outreach program offering historic preservation expertise, consultation and education to performing arts venues in Georgia and across the southeast.